welcome into his brain Welcome into his frequency Enter at your own risk Come be at peace with me Ask the call Where we rise and don't fall Welcome back to another episode of Baxter's Buzz. I am your host, Baxter E. Hall. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my frequency. Enter at your own risk. Now, today, um, you know, we've been celebrating a number of uh, Black figures, figures in, in Black history. Today, um, I have a special guest with me. She is a partner and share, shareholder at the Allen Law Group. She's also an elected commissioner with the city of Royal Oak. She's also a good friend of mine, um, Monica Hunt. Hello, Monica. Welcome to Baxter's Buzz. Hi, Baxter. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining. Now, um, today is a... I, I'm, I'm really excited to jump in and, and talk about this person. Who are we? Who are we sort of paying homage to today? Today, we're going to talk about Dorothy Height. She is, um, I call her the foundation of the civil rights movement. You know, if um, Dr. Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks were the face of the civil rights movement, movement, she was the foundation. She's the one that got the movement going. Yeah, uh, fascinating. Um, and I, I, it's so perfect because, yeah, I had a conversation recently about the, the headlines, right? And, and we can't, we don't want to dismiss or di diminish the people that are, sort of the headlines, of the notes, the, the songs that we know, the hits, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of other folks that have played huge, huge roles in, um, in these movements, civil rights uh, specifically, that we may not know as well. So, to, um, so yeah, so talk about uh, sort of some of the things in Dorothy's life and kind of how she became such a huge contributor with, um, in the civil rights movement. And so Dorothy was, um, you know, she was brought up in um, Pennsylvania after moving from Virginia with her parents. And um, throughout school, she was an academic force. She did very well throughout her, um, her school years. And she was actually accepted into um, Bernard College, uh, which is in New York, um, and was all set to go. And then later got a letter indicating that she was not to attend because they had met their quota for African-American students. So um, she, um, uh, New York University gladly accepted her where she got her master's in education, I'm sorry, her um, uh, bachelor's in education and a master's in psychology. And from there, she just hit the ground running. She um, started off as a social worker, but then she transitioned over to becoming on, uh, a staff member at the YWCA. And at the, that time, the YWCA was still a segregated organization. She led the movement to get the, uh, that organization um, integrated nationwide. Um, and from that point on, she began fighting for um, uh, women's rights, uh, gender equality. Uh, I, I don't think people realize that back in 1950s, people were fighting for gender equality the same way we're white fighting for gender equality today. Um, she fought for medical um, and reproductive rights for women of color. And um, she led movements to restructure the criminal justice system because it was apparent at that time that um, the criminal justice system was biased against people of color. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's kind of disappointing that today we're still fighting for those same causes. Um, and it appeared that at that time she was making movement. Um, there was um, 
you know, a lot of the huge political figures spoke with her about how can we make changes. She was an advisor to um, Eleanor Roosevelt, to, to uh, Dwight Eisenhower, to Lyndon B. Johnson. Um, they took her words to heart and they indicated that they were going to try and make change. As we can see, not much change has happened. Um, and we're still fighting for those causes today. But she led the force in the 50s and 60s to get those um, those things front and center, um, as well as, you know, and as a part of the civil rights movement. It, it, it's interesting to me when, when I was doing a little research and, you know, um, again, I knew very little just to kind of the... the the, the highlights of Dorothy and some of her accomplishments. And I, I think about the folks that that leaned on her at, at, to be an advisor, right? Mm -hmm. Eleanor Roosevelt, like you said, Lyndon B. Johnson, um, Dwight Eisenhower. Talk about the role um, of like women, Black women specifically, and these very, um, consultative roles, but are like behind, like behind the scenes, right? Mm -hmm. Like being, you know, in the corporate world for, you know, your career, there's a lot of stuff that's, that's happening now that reflects the parallels, like what was happening back then, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think over the past few years, what you've heard so often is, um, is particularly with the last few elections, um, both uh, the two-year election and the four-year elections, Black women got the Democratic Party to where it is. They were the ones that organized. They were the ones that, you know, went out and fought for and highlighted the, um, the representatives that we need in our community that's going to do good for, you know, not just Black women, not just Black individuals or people of color, but the entire nation. And I think that's just, you know, it's being seen now, but that's always been the case. It's always been the case that Black women are the ones that's doing the work at the foundation to get things done. Um, and, you know, I think the fact that we now have more prominent roles, um, we're being, you know, our actions and the work that we're doing, that we're putting in to get where we are and to get, um, our causes and society, where we want it to go and where we want it to be, is now being seen. Um, I can imagine that it didn't start with Dorothy Height when she was born in 1912. I know it went, you know, far beyond or um, prior to that. But um, unfortunately, she didn't get the recognition that she deserved at the time. Um, gratefully, we're learning about her now, um, and gratefully, we're starting to see the contributions of not just Black women, but women across the board uh, with what we're doing and how we can set up society. Yeah, yeah, and this is probably a conversation for, for another day, but there was this very, um, in the 50s and, and going into the 60s, there was this very interesting pull between civil rights for black people and women's rights right and you know that's a whole nother can of worse but um again like you said it's now 2022 and those fights are still being fought because of um we're, we're we're still not on 
you know, equal footing. Um, what are when you when you think about Dorothy and, and all of her contributions? What's one of the the things that like resonates with you the most? Um, I think the fact that she was, and it's it's interesting what you just said about the you know civil rights and women's rights because um, she was like I said one of the found foundation. Um, she was the foundation of the civil rights movement. She was the one that got the rallies going, that organized. Uh, she logistically put those events together. And um, as prominent as she was, as um, respected as she was, uh, at a time women weren't allowed to speak at those events. She was on stage, but she wasn't allowed to speak. And she pushed um, to have women speak. And she um, was denied but she still kept going with the civil rights movement. Um, she realized that, you know, even though her voice was being silenced, she was still going to push forward so that, you know, people of color can still be heard. People of color can still have um, equal rights um, to move, be able to move ahead in society. And I can only imagine that at one point she believed that at some point, women would be able to speak. So she had to continue to move on. So the perseverance of her, the um, fight to just keep going, despite the fact that she was being denied and pushed back. Uh, that's one of the things that I, um, I do that resonates with me, that yeah. um, I respect about her and that um, is quite memorable. Yeah, I, I yes the whole like the hypocrisy of the you know the men and the civil rights movement right mm -hmm. uh saying we need you know equal rights but no you know we're not ready for women ready for to, to 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 speak on stage but the the um the perseverance that you mentioned the organization right the logistic piece it's like yeah we all these other things don't work in, unless we have a plan that's executed, right? And that's not a small feat. It's not a small feat. Even today, it's not a small feat. And we have social media. We have ways to get information from, you know, worldwide within seconds. There was none of that at that time. She logistically um, was the one that made everyone aware from North to South, East to West that, you know, we're gonna have a March on Washington, come. Um, that's not a small feat. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yeah, right, no Twitter. No Twitter. Yeah, no Facebook. yeah. No, no. Right, TikTok. right, it, it, yeah. Um, so just, um, just salute to Ms. Dorothy Height. Absolutely. Um, and just all of the, the folks that are working behind the scenes, even to this day, that are making contributions that people have not yet discovered or, or celebrated. But, but just know that when you're doing it, things for the right reasons, that um, sometimes we have to put our goals, mo many times we have to put what we're trying to accomplish in front of sort of the, any sort of spotlight that we're, that we're looking for, right? So sort of the greater cause. Of course. And, you know, I think many people want to be the face of things. Many people want to be the ones out front. Um, but you really can't have that unless there's someone behind the scenes doing that work. Unless if you're not going to do that work, somebody else has to be behind the scenes That's doing right. that work. 
um, you know, doing the promotions, making certain that um, that the message is getting across, that the right message is getting across and not just stopping at the speeches and the rallies and the events. There's, you know, grueling day to day, all day, all week work that needs to be done to, you know, move these things ahead. And uh, gratefully, we had someone like Ms. Height to do that. Yes, absolutely. Um, Very well said. Um, So uh, another great, great person to recognize as we um, celebrate figures in Black history. And and as I always say, Black history is American history. And so let's try to keep that in the forefront. And I'm going to challenge myself and challenge everyone listening or watching um, to learn about these figures, these these great contributors to society, because um, the stories are endless. The stories are endless. Of course, of course. So on behalf of Monica, uh, I am Baxter E. Hall. Thank you guys for checking us out. And uh, I hope that this was fulfilling and, and, and that you learned something today. Um, and until next time, peace. Thank you, Baxter. Welcome into his brain. Welcome into his frequency. Into at your own risk. Come be at peace with me. Ask the Hall where we rise and don't fall.